Manimal here. It is Saturday, January 13th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to talk about Jordan Hicks, but more so, we're going to talk about the reverse pitcher situation. And what I mean by that is guys going from the bullpen to the starting rotation instead of the other way around. So join us today as we discuss all that and more on Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who just love Rangers baseball. And hey, we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK Kevin Frazier. If you want to find me on social media, you can find me at Kevin Lee Frazier. Uh, That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And and while you're there, we can talk about these 2023 uh, Texas Rangers who are your defending world champions let's tell i'll tell you right now it never gets old to talk about it and also too if you'd like to talk to us on social media at the boys it's tx rangers wtb on all socials and if you want to check out that website www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com all one word yes sir and joining me my co-host 300 pound animal aka bull how you doing buddy on this special saturday edition of the boys yeah, it's uh, it's it's special in the sense that uh, we don't really have a ton to talk about, but we made some real yes. fun topic today, and I think we're going to uh, have a really fun show, and um, we're not going to keep you too long on a weekend. Uh, I know you got you got uh, football playoffs about to get underway and all that stuff, so we're not going to keep you too long. You can listen to it tomorrow during where where you would normally be watching Bills and uh, uh, Steelers. Because that thing got pushed back till three thirty on Monday afternoon, so um, mm. I guess I guess the snow scared uh, scared them away, and we're gonna we're gonna play on Monday instead. So tomorrow there'll be plenty of time to listen to the show when you would be listening to uh, or would be watching Bills and and Steelers. But uh, uh, real quick, I want to remind everybody that. Uh, Today's show is brought to you by Matt War Pro Wrestling, and this is a great time to remind you that on Friday, January 26th, at the Southside Preservation Hall in Fort Worth, Texas, Matt War Pro is going to be back with Brawl at the Hall 2. It's going to be a big show. We hope to see you out there. Our friends from Kelly's Onion Burgers, our friends from Big Dogs are going to be out there with food. Uh, Starry's Ice Cream with the desserts. The ice cream is delicious. And for your beverage, we're going to have Martin House Brewing out there. You buy a ticket, you get Martin House beer all night long for free. Absolutely so, love it. Tell them about Friday, those old socials. January 26 is a big night. It's coming on fast. If you want to know more about it, follow me on social media at Bull Pro on Facebook and TikTok, Manimal300 on Instagram, and on the X, you can find me at Manimal Bull. So whatever your favorite platform of social media is, get at me on there, and we'll talk about Rangers baseball, Brawl at the Hall 2, or whatever you want to talk about. We could talk about Jordan Hicks if you want to. Yeah, yeah, and that's actually a nice little segue there to our topic for today. And I'm pretty pumped about this topic because these are the kind of things that um i for whatever reason i love talking about this kind of stuff so um you know with the jordan hicks signing um you know i'll kind of just uh kind of punt it over to you here uh but so with the jordan hicks signing jordan hicks signs with 
San Francisco, you can tell them the details of the contract, but the real issue and the real interesting part as it relates to the Rangers is, is they're going to convert him to a starter. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit just about, you know, if the Rangers have any players like that and, and if we would be interested in that sort of thing. And, and also tell them about the contract. Cause I don't, I think it's like maybe four, four, for and 44, four and okay. 44. It's 11 a year. Um, yeah. Jordan Hicks, who, you know, probably came up through uh, the Cardinals organization as a starter, but had a big fastball that he was throwing about 102, 103 miles an hour. So he probably, you know, to, to, uh, to speed up his journey to the major leagues, moves to the bullpen, gets bidding, gets innings out of the, uh, uh, the back end of that bullpen for not only St. Louis's farms team, but the, the St. Louis big club. Um, and you know, uh, He's had he's had some arm injuries in the past. I know he's had Tommy John at least once, and uh, so it'll be interesting to see if the move from the bullpen, um, you know, there's there's several ways this could go. Uh, you know, the first way that 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 in my mind hits the hardest is um, uh, a couple of years ago when the Rangers decided that Neftali Felice was going to be their fifth starter coming out of out of spring. And had been, you know, a, a master class reliever, uh, closer, um, top of his game closer. Uh, the Rangers go out, get Joe Nathan, and decide that they're going to put Neftali Feliz in their rotation. And boom, in May, he's he's having Tommy John surgery. So that's that's the first way in my head. Like, it always feels like that way. But then at the same time, I mean, just a couple of years prior to that, the Rangers had done something the, the similar with CJ Wilson, who had been their closer at one point, um, asked to be, you know, moved to the rotation, get an opportunity on the rotation and, and, you know, guided this thing to a couple of world series as, as, as a, as a frontline piece in that rotation. So, you know, there's a couple of ways that we've seen it here in Texas. And, you know, so, I mean, to me, it could be, it could go several ways. I mean, he could just be mediocre in the, rotation he could end up being a good rotation piece that's got a really nice fastball um he could end up being a guy that gets hurt right out of the right off the bat doing this or you know he could be a guy that struggles and ends up back in the bullpen uh if if it doesn't go his way because he's still got that fastball he's i mean that's never going away or it shouldn't go away anytime soon so uh, you know, I mean, as far as as far as everything goes, I mean, there's lots of ways this could go, um, lots of interesting routes it could take. I mean, you know, we could we could very well see Jordan Hicks become a, a you know, a Cole Raggins type piece that, you know, he throws hard. He, uh, you know, has good enough off speed pitches to keep guys off of his fastball, doesn't get, have a ton of swing and miss, but still throws hard. So he doesn't, you know, doesn't ever have tremendous contact against him yeah yeah well and I, I would say the first thing kind of that I would wonder when I'm thinking about Jordan Hicks is um is you know what 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 is his array of pitches because you know the um when you're coming in when you're going to the bullpen usually bullpen guys are usually like a two pitch two pitches kind of guys um now what what other things does he have besides that um that well, really me- nasty fastball let me get to that real quick because I'm pretty sure that he's got a slider. Mm-hmm. Let me pull it up real quick. He's got. 
Fastball, slider, changeup. So okay, he so the, the up to go with it. So he is a three pitch right. Um Yeah, the, the key, outside, the key, the top three. Your your starter uh, mandatories. His his fastball is plus, definitely a plus fastball. Um, not not a bad slider. I wouldn't call it a plus slider, but it's a good slider. And then mm-hmm. an okay changeup. But when you throw a hundred and four miles an hour, you just really got to keep them off it, right? Yeah, man. You know, so, yeah. um, but overall command, not great, but not bad either. Um, you know, so he's got value as a, as a starter. I mean, it looks like just based on, you know, the three pitch array, um, being okay with at least three pitches and mm-hmm. having good enough command to stay in the strike zone. So his biggest thing, I mean, uh, you know, the command is probably his biggest thing. Um, so, you know, we'll just kind of follow how that goes for him, uh, as he moves to into the, the starting rotation, but, you know, it's always been good enough as a reliever to make sure he gets outs. And again, when you've got mm-hmm. a, a good fastball, like he does, he gets a ton of weak contact. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if he does walk a guy or two, it's not a huge deal because he's going to get a bunch of ground balls. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, not not awful by any means. Like, I, I mean, none of his pitches are bad. They're all, uh, um, you know, they're they're all at least good. Um, fastball definitely plus. So, you know, I mean, uh, last year was really the first year in his career that balls that have been hit in play on him have had a batting average. Uh, you know, a good batting average. Normally it's in the low twos this year. It was Mm -hmm. in the threes, but I think a lot of that may equate from the fact that you can't shift anymore and you can't keep guys, uh, you know, I mean, he guys find holes against him now where they weren't finding them before because his whip is is still, you know, relatively the same uh, outside of 2019 when he was just unbelievable. Uh, But Mm -hmm. overall, I mean, not not awful at all. Last year wasn't his best year by any means, but uh, you know, it, a guy that batting average against is relatively low, um, strikes out, you know, seventeen, eighteen to, to you know what to uh, his walk percentage is. You know, I mean, uh, his his walk percentage is like eleven percent. Um, which out of the bullpen, it'll probably change. I mean, he'll he'll probably be more open to throwing pitches in the strike zone as a starter than you are mm-hmm. in the back end of the bullpen. Uh, so that'll probably ch- go down a little bit, which it's it's pretty much his lowest rate of his career. So maybe it is the time for him to hit the starting rotation. Um, but guys don't hit the ball hard against him. He doesn't give up a ton of walks, and he you know strikes out nine or so per per nine uh last mm-hmm. year it was up over 11 uh 11 this is what i was trying to get out of my mouth a minute ago 11 strikeouts mm-hmm. to four walks per nine which is a a 17 percent better um percentage but that's what i was trying to get across there um but yeah overall i mean they've got him projected around 10 k's per nine this year somewhere around the same on the walk percentage so um yeah, he's an interesting character. He's an interesting story, and uh, you know, I I don't know how things are going to go for him. I certainly hope it's not the the uh, Neftali Feliz route, 
where right. you know, he, he kind of turns into just a, a, a an average reliever once he comes back from a, a second Tommy John. I hope that's not the case. I hope that he you know he he gets into this rotation and he starts to kind of figure it out as a rotation piece and at least becomes a a, a good middle of the rotation piece. That's what I'm hoping for the guy. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think one of the things that it, it kind of has a, a very positive, like one of the things you're talking about that really gives me kind of like that this could be a really good uh, move for him is that you, you mentioned that he pitches the contact, weak contact, which can be a good thing for a hard thrower because it can help him keep his pitch count down so that he's not, um, you know, using a ton of pitches which I think is again that that that's a good thing for a starter. Uh, in relievers, it's not quite. I don't know if it's even that good of a thing. I think you want your relievers not pitching to contact at all. Uh, you want as little of contact and as little of the ball in the play as you can get. Uh, I mean, obviously there's exceptions to the rule, and 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 I'm sure it's not like a hard fast rule, but I think that that's a really positive sign for him um, that he you know could be a successful starter because you have the, his ability to, um, you know, pitch the, pitch the contact, even and, though he's got that big again, fastball. We talked about the ground ball rate. He's a career 60% ground ball. Rate. Ooh, man. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a that really, could, that could rate. be, that could yeah. be some, that could be some like, you know, hundred pitch, nine hundred pitch, hundred pitch games. Yeah, uh, complete game type stuff. There. Yeah. And that'll all depend on where he's at in the strike zone too. Yeah, that that's going to be your that's going to be it, right? Like I think that I think after everything we've talked about, the big thing with him is going to be does he can he keep can he keep in the strike zone and and throw strikes and and get, and get you know, short pitch balls. innings. Yeah, yeah and short get pitch those, innings. You know, I mean, I know he's a guy that throws the ball hard, but you know, when you look at his strikeout rates, they're not super overpowering for a guy that throws 103, 104. And I think mm-hmm. since he's come back from injury, he's more like around 100, 101. But uh, still, you know, I mean, we're talking, oh, he's only around 101. But that's, mm-hmm. I mean, and I imagine that'll continue to go down a tad bit as he as he continues yep. to stretch out and get uh, a little bit longer uh, out of the out of the rotation instead. But overall, I mean, he's got an opportunity. And, uh, you know, I mean, that leads me to wondering, you know, the Rangers yeah. have bullpen hands kind of all over the place that we're interested in. And they've got some guys that maybe are bullpen hands that are being used as starters right now. And maybe Josh Steven or, or Emilio Teodo or someone mm-hmm. like that. But when you look the other way around and you look at the guys in the Rangers rotate or in the Rangers bullpen, or at the minor league system, uh, who do you see that could be that guy that gets stretched out and and kind of uh, you know make the Rangers uh, you, you know as a rotation piece instead of as a as a bullpen guy? Well, my first guy. I already have. What's weird about this is that before they signed Hicks, before this even got brought up as a podcast, I was already thinking about it because of. Uh, the Rangers have one guy in their bullpen right now that I think um, I was already thinking about this with him because I just, I just don't see how it hurts, uh, hurts to try. I don't think it would hurt to try it. Um, you just have to be like you said about Neftali Feliz. You gotta be, you gotta be strategic about it because he was a starter uh, at one point. He came up, you know, as a through the system as a starter and he was kind of 
a, a starter as a prospect. And that first person I'm talking about is Brock Burke. And when I and, and real other quick, just a quick other side note about it is that, um, you know, the the positive for him is he's already shown that he can be a successful pitcher at the major league level. He struggled a little bit last year, I agree, but the year before that he was he was electric. Yeah, yeah. So he's shown that he can get outs um, at the major league level. So I, I think that's one one reason you believe it could happen. But he's my first guy. He he was somebody I was actually going to bring this up off air because I didn't know if it would even be like a credible on air subject. Well, yeah, and I think I mean Brock Burke. That was a big question last off season, right? Was mm-hmm. was you know Brock Burke's going to be probably a big piece in the bullpen because of the lack of depth that they had coming into the season last year. But like before, we were talking about Degrom, Eovaldi, uh, Andrew Heaney, and the and the guys that they brought in last year as as starting pieces. We were talking about the idea that Brock Burke was so good in in, in two inning outings um, mm-hmm. from the prior year that is that the type of guy that you want to you know promote to the uh, the the rotation and and I I think the answer last year was no because they went out and got guys and I think this year maybe the the answer is no just based on the fact that other guys have passed it. Mm-hmm. No, and, you're right. And, I, no, you're right. I agree with that. That part I agree with. But I would wonder, like, is it is it if there's ever a time to do it? Like, I, I would say this is like the only time that you would be have the window to give it a shot because agree. once the second half comes around, if if it doesn't work out, you know that that's a really it's a really easy best case scenario. Like you moving back to the bullpen and you got bullpen up and you already got guys coming back. Um, so it, it's not a huge, like, I don't know for me that that's the first guy. Is there anybody else that you'd think about like on the team right now that, that like, you know, well, that's on that 40 man that they could actually be considering that or could consider it. I really think there is. I think there's one guy on the 40 man that has never played major league baseball yet, but has mm-hmm. been electric. And we've talked about the fact that he has, one of the best pitches in the Rangers system. And this okay. is, you know, in his, in his slider, I'm talking about Mark Church. Okay. And that idea got shopped around a little bit last year in the, mm-hmm. uh, in the, before the season, before, you know, before everybody broke camp last year and he ended up in the bullpen that he might end up being a guy that gets moved to the rotation and give it a chance in that spot. Um hmm. Now the Rangers' needs have shifted a bunch mm-hmm. since then, but now they've also kind of shifted back. And mm-hmm. Mark Church is not just exactly the, the the guy that we think is going to absolutely break camp with the Rangers as a back end of the bullpen guy. We think he has that that potential, but not just yet. So would it hurt anything? for him to start at round rock this year in the rotation and given an opportunity to, to become a, 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 a rotation piece right now. I, I don't, I don't think, I think right now you need to be looking at this kind of thing. If you're not going to be going out of pocket and spending the money, um, you know, because here's the other side of it. This is the other like side that I think San Francisco is probably like seeing might be thinking this themselves is like, man, 
this is how you like make a make it like you can make a ton of money well, off this thing because you get thing. getting a getting a guy that for a, a, a starter at ten million a year like that's that's beautiful right there that's like like that's that's you want that so yeah. I mean you and can get a true value the Giants is the the uh, the Giants have some injuries and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's is it Cobb or uh, one of their guy, one of their one of their better pitchers, mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't know, I can't remember which one it is. If it was, I think it's Alex Cobb. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he may be out for a, an extended portion of the first half of the season. Okay, and this may be the the perfect thing for them. Uh, yeah, it is Cobb. Cobb's going to be, uh, he's going to be out at least in, through April. Okay. So it's kind of like the perfect thing to kind of find out whether once you get Alex Cobb back, do you, can you slide Jordan Hicks back into the bullpen or do you have a new rotation piece and you're starting to look at what the future lies with? Yeah, I see what you're saying there. Um, so, yeah, I do like the idea of the Rangers um, possibly using this as, a, as an option because I also think it – the uh, it can, it can, it's a mitigating value too. Like it, there's nothing, there's no better way to like get more value out of what you got than take a position that is normally undervalued in its, in its, you know, price and mm-hmm. then get and turn and turn one of those pieces into a, um, into a, like a, a major value. Cause I mean, if right. you, you hit on any of these guys, you're talking about taking a, a $25 million a year position. You know, and, like and like on it at eleven. Yeah, or or well, we're talking about that's with that's if San Francisco does it. We're not talking about the Rangers. Like the Rangers could like man, like this would be huge. Yeah, let's say what? Let's say one of these guys actually hits, and you you get him in your rotation. Thinking about like a guy like Dane Dunning, um, like man, think about how much value Dane Dunning is bringing to this team as a solid starter. Um, you know, well, for the and, price and that you're paying him. I mean, if you remember, you know, back a couple of years ago, the Rangers, the Rangers have done that classically fi- found rotation pieces that they're paying $10, $11 million between Mike Miner, Kyle Gibson, mm-hmm. Lance Lynn, all three of those guys. I don't think any of those guys made more than $10 million a year as, as Texas Rangers, but every one of them found value outside Look, Kyle Gibson just got paid in St. Louis. Lance Lynn just got paid in St. Louis. And uh, mm-hmm. um, who was the other one? Mike Miner. Mike Miner, mm-hmm. you know, he's out of the league now, but he got paid through 2022 in Cincinnati. So, okay. you know, I mean, uh, you know, for a guy that was basically out of the league in 2018 when the Rangers went out and got him or 2019, I can't remember what year it was, but for basically a guy that was out of the league in, in 18. Um, for him to pitch all the way through 21 or 22, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's an extended, that's five years extended on your life just by, you know, being a reclamation guy and coming here and, and doing well enough to get paid for another five years. Yeah. So don't, I, I just absolutely like, I don't hate any of this. And I really like the idea of doing it in house. Like I, is, I'm not sure if I'm a big fan of doing it, like going and signing a guy, uh, for this purpose, uh, but I do like the idea of taking somebody that we've already got 
and, and you know possibly stretching them out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Giving them a chance and, at it. And one more thing with we talked about with Jordan Hicks is whenever we've talked about relievers on the market is Jordan Hicks is the youngest one of them all. Yeah. And so if there is a guy that, you know, I mean, takes four years, he's got what at 27 or 28 or whatever he is, you know, he can hit free agency again at 32 with real value. Yeah. Yeah. And it also could be a situation where this works out for the giants. They try to extend him, you know, like, like fix, like, like, you know, basically be like, Hey, look, we brought you in. We gave you a shot. It worked out now here. Let's, let's help help us out. A lot of times a team like that will be like, hey, we reap the benefits for four years. Now let's let him get paid. Sure. Yeah, there's, there's you know, that too. Let, that and, happens and, all and, the time. And it could be an overpay. Those next four years could be a super overpay, you know, and he never, re, he never, you know, regains that magic that he had for those four years. Good point. Good point. Well, I mean, I got nothing else on this I subject, but this is a lot of fun. Go, okay, go for, go for it. Former Ranger. Okay. Former Ranger great. Okay. Charlie Culberson. Remember this oh, guy? Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Played yeah. a little Let's third base, it. played a little second base, played some short, played some outfield, pitched when you needed him to, whenever it was uh-huh. a blowout game. Well, Charlie oh, Culberson man. just signed a minor league contract with the Atlanta Braves uh-huh. to try his hand in their bullpen. That's wild. Now, I don't think that it's a major league invite. But at worst case scenario, I could see him going no lower than double A. Okay. Um, if if he's going to play, I can't see him starting in A ball and working his way all the way back up. He's no, got more. You're not signing him, him to just to to do that. No, you're signing him because he better. It just better work out. <laughs> but <laughs> interesting enough, the the I mean, he was throwing. He's got the hardest pitches ever thrown by an infielder or a position player that pitched. He, um, you know, the scouting report says he's got a good live arm. They could see him reaching somewhere between 92 and 94. Um, so, hey, let's let's give the man a shot and see what he's got. And, you know, the Braves, I know they, they, uh, they might have brought him into the league. I know he played there for a little while. So we'll see what happens. But that's just an interesting story. It's got some Ranger ties because Charlie Culberson was here for – Maybe two years, maybe just one year, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's he's memorable just because he kind of did it all. Right, right. I like that. That was a fun little subject as well. Um, all right. Well, good times on a Saturday, man. Yeah, yeah. Getting one in, getting people something to listen to while, while it's cold outside, and you know, I mean, there's nothing to do outside right now because the wind will blow you down. Right. So. Well, hey, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Before we head out of here, uh, I want to tell you real quick, because tomorrow is Sunday, and we will be uh, recording our Down on the Farm episode. I think we're going into Hickory's uh, starting pitching uh, tomorrow, so there's going to be some uh, good content going to be going live uh, either Sunday night or Monday. So Down on the Farm with the Boys is our exclusive content where we cover all things Rangers minor league so again we've already covered double we've covered triple a we've covered double a now we're jumping into high a we also have deep dives into every single level of the minor leagues plus our top 40 prospect list is broken up into two different episodes that we put that out for christmas for you so 
look, $2 a month or $1.99 a month, you can make us your one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization-wide. You know, the best $24 you're going to spend in 2024. So go over to our website, www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com. All one word. Or you can go to our Spotify page and subscribe today. You can also follow us on social media at TXRangersWDWTB. Thank you for following us on your favorite podcasting platform. Hey, real quick, for, Kev, uh, oh, oh. Uh, show, show updates after we get through the pictures, uh, the mm-hmm. rotations for the Down on the Farm show. We're going to start, we're going to do a whole episode on prospects that we haven't talked about enough. Oh, I love it. Yeah, because there's there are some of those guys that we have not talked about. So there's a little teaser for you on that. So thank you everybody for tuning in. For your boy, this is your boy Kev for the like. No, I'm gonna do this again because I had a had a fancy thing I was gonna do here. Artic- thank you every yeah. Thank you everybody for tuning in for Bull Noon. <laughs> this is this is your boy. It's not really noon, but I needed to give you something. So because I don't think we have a afternoon bull. No, no. This might no. be the first time we've ever done the show at this time of day. Yeah, I don't think we have a bull night. We have a bull night. We have a morning bull. We have a bull noon. But uh, I think we have a afternoon bull. Afternoon bull. Afternoon yep. bull. Afternoon bull. So for afternoon bull, this is your boy, Kev. We are Texas Rangers with the boys. Signing out.